We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spry Space podcast. I am Lacey, and today I have Miss Jessica here with me. Hi. Jessica, it's your first time on the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I know. I'm so excited. Okay, so today we're talking about productivity, okay? We're talking about how to kind of manage your day based on something different than a lot of people will tell you to manage your day with. Jessica is one of the project managers here at Spry. So basically, all of us creative types who float around a little bit more and don't really like to be held down by structure, we lean on Jessica to help us actually get things done. I'm really excited to hear a little bit about what you have to say. So tell me kind of what inspired this piece of content that you wanted to work on. Yeah, so it pretty much all started with countless, countless times I would sit down to write a blog post or sit down to write something creative, and I just could not for the life of me spark up any creativity. And I would just bang my head against the wall because it's like, I'm creative, I can clearly write, but certain pockets throughout the day, I just could not write for whatever reason. And so it kind of led me on this journey to figure out, okay, what is up with this and how can I best utilize my energy? and just have a really productive day. Yeah, because nobody wants to be banging their heads against the wall all day. It's a bad idea. (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) Okay, so why don't you walk me through a little bit of how this process works for you? So tell me about the concept as a whole. How do you like to manage your productivity? I came up with kind of this two-part hack, two-part productivity hack. So the first part is every night before you go to bed, write down every single thing that you have to complete for the next morning, you know, just get it out of your head onto a piece of paper, onto a notes app, wherever you want to keep it, but just get it all out of your head so you can sleep with peace of mind that you aren't forgetting anything. And then the second part Can I ask before you go to the second part, what do you use to write it all down? You know, I just use a simple notes app on my phone. I just keep it really simple and easy and I just kind of brain dump and get everything on that notes app. Do you keep like a master note that you do it with every night or do you do a new note every night when you're doing it? That's a good question. I do a new note every night. So do you have like a history of every night's notes? For the most part, yeah. It's kind of nice. I can look back and like see what I did a week ago or even a month ago, I think, on some of them. That's awesome. Because I was thinking I like to do mine a little bit more analog. When I'm writing mine down, I often will use my whiteboard. But obviously there's no history of that. So it would be kind of neat to have that digital history all in the notes app there. Tangent, but I also have a journal app too, which is a lot of fun. And I can write like journal entries. And so that's really cool. It's called day one. I can look back like four years ago and see exactly what I was doing today. So it's kind of fun being able to like reference what you did in the past. And do you actually keep that up pretty often in your journal app? 
I do actually. Yeah. Every night it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, like if I was having a, a good day or a bad day, I can just get it out of my brain. And there's something like therapeutic about journaling and just getting it out in the do open. Do you type it as if you're texting or do you say voice to text for it? I usually text, but really? the, I've been wanting to try the the voice one because I feel like that'd be a little bit more efficient. If I were to type it, I don't think I would follow through as well. But if I could voice to text it, I might actually do it. Yeah, you definitely can. It's called day one. You should definitely check it out. Okay. All right. Thank you. Now you may move on to part two. <laughs> part two is, so you have your to-do list. It's first thing in the morning. I think most people conquer their to-do list by like their mission critical items or, you know, the most important things they have to complete for the next day. They prioritize those items, but yeah, I've which had- is... I've had business partners who tried to help me get more productive <laughs> who would give me some of those ideas, right? It was like the four quadrants, like yep. urgent and important, urgent yep. and unimportant, not urgent and important, you know, whatever those four quadrants were. So I've tried that before and that works okay for me. So I'm really curious about doing it in a way that is different than that kind of prioritization. Totally. And I've used that too in the past. So I basically order my tasks based on my energy. And so, you know, if I had to do something creative or something that takes a lot of brain power, a lot of willpower, I would move those tasks to the top of my list and conquer those in the morning. And then throughout my day, stuff that's obviously still really important, but things that are a little bit more straightforward, maybe checking emails or checking Slack messages, you know, something that you kind of you know how to do it and it doesn't take extra creativity or energy, I would move those to later in the day. And so it's been really, really effective for me because I can really take advantage of my energy and be able to do really creative tasks and actually produce like really creative content. Are you able to have more balanced days? Like some days I think I have almost all creative tasks I have to try to do and some days are a little bit more admin are you able to keep most of your days fairly balanced when you do it this way? Usually I will. I will say sometimes I also do have days where I have to create like a lot of content. And so on those days, another part to the strategy is also mixing up your location too. Mm, So I know mm -hmm. it's also helpful it's a little bit hard right now with our current situation, but you know, if I had a day where I had to write a lot of content, a lot of captions, a lot of blog posts, I would post up at a coffee shop or like a co-working space or somewhere where there's just a little bit more energy, a little bit more flow, and that would be really helpful for me. When I had to do, you know, check my email, check my Slack messages or whatever, I would go back to my home because I know I don't need as much creativity for those tasks. That makes really good sense. So if we were looking at this on a actual day-to-day basis, Mm -hmm. let me see. Let me try and see if I could do it properly and you tell me if I did it right or not, okay? All right. And how you would adjust that. So let's say, for instance, on my to-do list that I put into my notes app or my whiteboard or wherever I put it the night before, let's say that I had some posts to write, I had a blog post to write, maybe a a video to do or something. I might choose to put those at the beginning beginning of the day when my energy is more effulgent. I don't know where it's fuller, right? I always like to try to use that word and sometimes I use it properly and sometimes I don't. So when I have just a higher level of energy overall, then that would allow me to kind of have more creativity to put into those more creative activities. But then as a social media manager, we've got activities like 
the first thing I think of is the presence management activities where it's super monotonous. You know, you're just sitting there and you're inviting a hundred people to like a page who have reacted to a post and it takes totally. literally almost no brain power. So you might do that near the end of the day in order to be chilled by that time. How did I do? You nailed it. <laughs> There's two other things that I would say is one of them also is I have recognized that I'm a morning person and I've just kind of recognized the fact that when I wake up, I spring out of bed. I just have a ton of it. Like the day is front loaded with energy for me. And then throughout the day, it just slowly depletes by eight or nine. I'm just completely useless. I'm just done for. So it, it definitely takes like knowing yourself and kind of knowing when your peak energy is. Because for example, my boyfriend, he's quite the opposite. It takes really? him a ton of time to ease into the morning. And he's just a little bit slower to start. His peak creativity is like seven, eight, nine. At oh, night. interesting. And that's when he's in the flow and that's when he can create his best work. So I think it definitely takes knowing yourself and kind of monitoring your energy. And I think it just starts with paying attention and just like start to try to be aware on like, when do you feel the most creative throughout the day? And like, when do you feel the most drained and just kind of taking note throughout the day? That's a good point because I, you know, my immediate go-to was, oh, okay, so you front load your creativity and then you finish off with some things. But you're right, it would depend person to person and you would have to kind of understand when you are most creative. And the other thing too is taking breaks throughout the day. I find like sometimes when I've hit a wall, going on a 10 minute walk is really therapeutic and just taking a break, being able to like get up from my desk and, you know, get some movement, go for a walk that can refresh my creativity. So just being strategic with that and strategic with breaks throughout your day. Does your Apple watch remind you when it's time to do that? Yes. Or I'll look at it and be like, oh no, I'm, <laughs> it's embarrassing. I'm not yeah, moved exactly. at all. <laughs> so if you were to analyze me and give me advice, because here's what I do. I like to procrastinate. Okay. You could also say I work well under pressure. And so <laughs> what I often end up doing is, you know, maybe I have a creative project that i plan to do at the beginning of the day, but then I get kind of distracted by things that have a perceived level of urgency, right? And so I'm a, I'm a people pleaser, right? And so there's all of these activities that I end up putting in front of that creative activity. And then I get left with a half hour at the end of my day where I have to try to bust out whatever it is that I've been trying to accomplish for the day. How could I better manage that? How could I adjust some of my own behaviors to perhaps not put myself through so much stress? Do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, well, first I was going to say, is your work really good? Like after you were under pressure, yes, maybe it's a little stressful, but do you produce really good work when you're under that pressure? I mean, I usually do. Yeah, because I was going to say, I think to some extent, that's all right, obviously, besides the stress part of it. But for me, I feel like I need a little bit more time. I feel like under pressure, sometimes I crack, like sometimes I don't perform my best. And so I think kind of knowing myself and knowing that can be a tendency, I try to be a little bit more strategic with pacing things out. But yeah, I would probably just say like trying to prioritize and 
manage your ad chunks throughout your day where you can start on a task or even like blocking out time on your calendar so it's on your calendar so you have a little bit more time and you're not totally stressed and leave it to the last minute. Yeah, that's often that last bit of like blocking. I know you've probably seen that with me personally, that if I at least put something on my calendar, I'm much more likely to actually do it and get it done. I think something about it is that I'm more visual in nature. And Uh so once I move an idea of a task from like 1D inside my brain to 2D, where it becomes something visual that I have to drag and drop or actually physically delete, (laughs) you know, and say, oh, I didn't do this and now I will delete it. Then I hold myself a little bit more accountable and I often tend to get something done before it's the very last minute if I do it that way. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I have just recently started to do more time blocking. It's so nice to be able to know like, For the most part, like almost every hour of the day, it's nice to know, okay, I know exactly what I'm supposed to be working on. And it's just really nice to have that like extra layer of schedule. So you're not aimlessly like bouncing from one task to to the other, like you have it planned on your calendar. Well, I love this concept overall. And I think that there are a lot of us who are managing social media accounts, who are working remotely, who, you know, may have struggled with the normal 1A, 1B, 2B, like kind of priority levels. And so the idea of managing our tasks based on our energy level is kind of a novel concept, but I think is going to work very, very well for some of us who teeter on the line of creative versus organized versus highly naturally productive. Yeah, I just feel like you get more out of your day and you're just more productive. I think this is, it's really, really useful. Well, perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time to share it. Of course. At the end of every Space podcast episode, we like to talk about where we've been working. Normally, with a remote working lifestyle, this is a really uh, interesting question. Right now, <laughs> where have you been working lately, Jessica? Well, right now, I've been working at my home in Portland, Oregon given the current circumstances, but you know, when everything gets back to normal, I would love to travel, just fully take advantage of my remote working lifestyle. But for now, dear, are you just moving from corner to corner? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Corner to corner, new desk. Yeah. Just moving around, trying to get creative. (laughs) I almost always see you in the same position in your house. I'm so excited when you do get to start going out more, like seeing you in different locations so that you're not just like the avatar in the one room in the one corner. (laughs) And or I'm like slightly adjusted to mix things up. Like today there's a lamp behind you. I'm not used to seeing a lamp behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta, it's the little things. Gotta mix it up somehow. Okay, well, if you enjoyed listening to Jessica and I talk about this, this blog post will be posted up at our website, thinkspry.com. And if you want to hear more from us, where else can people find us, Jessica? Our Facebook group, SpriceSpace. Good. And they can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the handle. Think Spry. I've never tested you on this before, but you knew. You knew what it was. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> All right. So at Think Spry, we are just so grateful for you taking the time out of your day to come and talk to us. We hope that this Well, I guess they're not talking to us. They're more like listening to us, but it feels like a conversation. I don't know. It totally does. (laughs) 
Okay, we are so grateful for all of you coming and listening to us. We hope that you got a lot out of this, that maybe you'll be feeling a little bit more productive, managing your energy levels based on the kind of tasks that you have. But we just, we hope you took something great out of this. All right, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.